Welcome to today's episode of Between Means and Beans. My name is Nina, and I'm joined by my best friend, partner, and baby daddy, Dayon. And together, we're a couple of 20-something-year-olds just trying to navigate this whole first-time parenting thing. So we're laying it all out there and talking about all the things you wish your parents told you about love, sex, and happiness. So for today's episode, we're talking about body confidence and how to kind of get there, how to be confident in your own skin. I feel like saying it like that frames it as if we are already in a place where, you know, like that you feel 100% confident in in your skin all the time. But I don't think that that's necessarily true. I think both of us are confident people, Mm -hmm. but I mean, I don't, I can't, I can only speak for myself, but I definitely do have times where I don't feel as confident and I know for damn sure that you don't either. So yeah, I I don't want to frame this episode as like, here's how you get to be super confident in your body, you know, like it's, we're not, we've come a long way though. Yeah, we've definitely come a long way, but it is a journey. Like, I feel like I should just preface that. Like, it's not going to be like, this is what we did and it's a hundred percent like foolproof. It's, it's realistic that you know, some days you feel really confident and some days you really, really don't. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Some I mean, days it hits so hard. Yeah. Like, even yesterday, like, it was so hard for me to figure out, like, what to wear. And, like, even if I wear something that, like, I know normally looks good on me, is like, it just wasn't working that yeah. day. Yeah. Like, well, like, that's the thing is that, like, my mom used to always be like, oh, like, why can't you just choose your outfit before you go to school and then, like, just wear that? And I'm like, because you look different every day. Like, every day is different. Yeah, every day you is different. You feel different every day. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, some days are great days, and you're like, wow, you're snatched. Okay, wow. And then other days are like, I just want to wear all baggy fits. Like, I don't even... And I feel all that as mental. Like, it's not it's 100% like... It's mental, It's yeah. not like your body, like, snatched in the middle of the night. No. It was just kind of like... It, yeah, it's just your state of mind. Well, that's the thing, too, is that, like, when you're feeling really sensitive, like, I don't see any difference in mm-hmm. your body, you know? Like, I don't think that most people... Like, yeah, other people don't hear the voice inside your head. Other people don't see what you see. And, like, we are our worst critics. Like, you just tend to nitpick at things that other people wouldn't fixate on, but you think that other people might. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, something that really helped me with, I guess, gaining confidence is letting go of the idea that other people are thinking about you all the time. I think, like, if that's something that you struggle with, like, wanting validation from other people or, like... Or, like, you know, comparing yourself to other people. Mm -hmm. I think it's, like, really important to realize that other people are not concerned, as concerned about you as you think they are. And also, they're probably self-conscious of their own looks as well. Yeah, but I don't think that... But, I mean, I don't know. The reason why I take issue with, like, that type of advice, like, oh, everyone is, like... I mean, yes, everyone is struggling with their own thing, but I don't think that you should just assume that everyone is like hating themselves and that should make it okay or that like yeah i, I definitely would better about yourself yeah, i wouldn't say hating yourself but i'm just saying that everyone has those days you yeah know what i mean so even like someone that you might see on instagram you're like man like they're always looking great or like you know what i mean but like there's they definitely have days that they struggle as well and i think that's like what you know i feel is like some people might not see it that way you know what i mean so they might think that it's just like why me or like why do i only feel yeah. this way you know what i mean no i mean I feel like at this point you should realize that it's really not just you. Yeah. Like, everybody goes through some type of insecurity. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I think, like, part of, for me, like, especially in high school, like, gaining confidence in myself was realizing, yeah, like, people are not paying that much attention to you. You know, like, when I was in middle school, I was so, so, so insecure because I constantly 
was trying to figure out what other people thought about me and it's like at the end of the day like it really doesn't matter and like one you're never gonna figure it out so like why are you worrying yourself over things that you can't figure out or fix and then also like people don't care about you as much as you think that they do Mm -hmm. you know you might be like oh my god everyone's staring at me everyone thinks this everyone's probably saying this or that but like at the end of the day people are concerned with you know like their own thoughts like think about how much attention that you give other people you know like so i a lot of i feel like a lot of people could probably think like of a compliment too but like just not be able to say it as well you know what i mean but it's like it's not worth it at that point and the other thing with like how you know how like a lot of people think is that like they focus on the negative so say like you get like so many compliments and then you have one person saying like uh you know why do, why do you wear your hair like that looks so weird or whatever it may be you know what I mean and then like yeah. you'll fixate on that one negative thing so yeah. yeah like for me like I would always just hear that I'm skinny do you know what I mean like I'm so skinny I'm so that I hear that from my parents like from like you know a lot of people around me in the basketball like community as well so like you never feel like you're big enough you're strong enough you feel like I'm like a twig or something you yeah. know what I mean but like and that's like very different from I think like I'll speak from my own experience, but my own experience growing up as a girl, like, you want to be skinny. That's, like, the, you know, like, that's Mm -hmm. the goal. There's the opposite for men. Yeah, and for men, it's, like, you want to be, like, big and buff and, like, strong. Which also takes a lot of work. Yeah, but it's also, like, like, they're just very specific body types because it's, like, even if you're skinny, like, you know, it's, like, you're skinny, but you have big boobs and, like, a butt and hips and, like, you know, like there it's such a specific standard and same for i think like the standard that's put on men is like it's being like buff and tall but slim not like like super big or like it's like being lean but like yeah yeah and like that's the thing is that it it's kind of is structured in a way or the expectation is so that nobody can really win because even if you get to that place there's always something there's always something that like people can nitpick about you or that you can nitpick about yourself and i think that's part of building confidence too is realizing that like it's it's I mean not impossible but you know once you get to that place like what's the point Mm -hmm. you know like are you equating if I'm skinnier I'm gonna be happier like I think for me like that was like a really big thing was I always thought that I would be happier if I was a certain size if I maintained a certain size and like I think that's the same that can be said about, you know, like, oh, like, I want to have a boyfriend because then I'll be happy. And it's, like, all these things find that... find the wrong boyfriend. Yeah, but it's just all these things that aren't actually happiness. Like, you're just mm-hmm. trying to fill a hole, you know? And so I think, like, obviously the conversation is very different now. And I feel like when, when I was growing up in, like, middle school and high school, like, it was very... Like, it was kind of just, like, skinny or nothing, but now with the body confidence movement and people being very proud of their bodies and like I feel like social media has a really big role in that. Social media, mm-hmm. I mean, can be bad in a lot of ways. Would but you say it's like a knife with two swords? A knife with two swords, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like in a lot of ways it perpetuates those same ideas of like you're never perfect mm-hmm. and like you're always striving for something that's unrealistic. But, but I, yeah. yeah, but then it also it also is a platform for people to, you know, like, be realistic. Yeah, to, like, be realistic about their body and their experiences Mm -hmm. and, like, connect with other people. Um, That they can relate to. Yeah, what I've actually been seeing a lot of recently, which I think is 
um, great that people are talking about it, but I feel like with the beginning of the body confidence movement, it was, you know, like, let's advertise people, um, you know, like, plus-size models and things like that, and that's really great, and, like, we should be doing more of that. It should be normal, but when it was kind of starting to happen, I feel like a lot of the conversation was like, wow, like, good job for, like, you know, like, not being afraid to, like, show your body, and, like, I would be too scared to, but, like, you mm. you look amazing, you know, and it's, like, but these are just, like, regular people, like, these are regular bodies. It's hard and, like, to get out are, of, it's hard to get out of that, like, like, once you start shaming yourself, it's, like, hard to get out of that as well, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, like, that's the thing is that it's, it's, like, supposed to be, co- like, positive, but people are taking it to be, like, oh, well, like, you're so brave to be showing your body, mm-hmm. you know? But, like, that's not that's not helpful either. So I feel like that's, like, a really important part of the conversation that, like, I feel like for me, which I haven't done yet, but, like, I feel like for me, if I was to post, like, my postpartum body, um, like, you know, like, not sucking in and not, like, trying to get all the angles, but just, mm-hmm. like, my body for what it is, then I feel like I would get comments from people being like, wow, like you look so great and like you know like applauding me for being brave but like it's not really brave it's just like by saying that it's brave it's also in part shaming me because it's saying this body is not typically considered beautiful so you're so brave for stepping out and showing it Mm, you know like it's 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 yeah it's a knife with two swords it's weird <laughs> but um yeah that's i'm gonna glad become a that, quote yo knife with two yeah, swords that's just be our hashtag but um <laughs> but i'm glad that people are talking about that now because i feel like at the beginning yeah. of the body confidence movement it was a lot of like yeah yes let's see a lot of bodies but it still was in a way shaming people mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah i can see that that's yeah so i guess what is the what is the solution is like for it to just become a norm you know what i mean well, yeah, I think, like, people should be able to just, you know, it's, I, I think it's also, like, part of the body confidence movement was also, okay, let's everybody, like, show their bodies and, you know, like, feel confident, and it was, like, such a pressure to, like, it's kind of, like, good vibes only, it's, like, such a pressure to, like, constantly be, like, in love with your body and, like, self-love and, like, be positive all the time, but, like, that's not realistic. Realistically, like we said, like, some days you love your body and some days you don't. Yeah. And some days your bodies betray you and some days they work great, you know? And, like, you can't really control that. And I think that's just... It's an ongoing relationship. It's never... Mm-hmm. I don't think you're ever going to be at a point, no matter what size you are, how fit you are, where you'll love your body every single day. Yeah. Like, it's a relationship, like anything, you know? And there's ups and downs. So I feel like it's just allowing people to be really fully confident in their bodies but also being kind to your bodies and that means allowing it you know like when it when you feel good allow yourself to feel good and when you don't feel good just like allow yourself to not feel good about it and like Mm -hmm. I don't think that that's like beating yourself up but I think that that's just realistic knowing that it's gonna ebb and flow and like nothing is like everything's temporary and nothing is permanent you know it fluctuates yeah yeah I mean and that's that's the thing. I think a lot of it starts with, like, within ourselves, right? Like, it's it's whether we feel confident with it or we don't. You know what I mean? And I mm-hmm. think it shouldn't be... The hardest position is when you're, like, searching for validation. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because then you'll never necessarily be happy because it's like, you know, someone is always going to say something that you don't like or you don't agree with. You know what I mean? But, like... Or, like, you're trying to look for, you know, people that will feed your ego. Yeah. But I think it's really important to just, like, find it within yourself to be, like... I like this and you know I mean, it, 
I know my issue is like so different from a lot of people where it's like, you know, like I am just naturally very skinny and I've had times like where I was, I really didn't want to be skinny and I kept trying to work out, take protein shakes, all that stuff, like really try and become bigger. I would never like gain mass. It would be just more like my muscles would just get more firm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, uh, but yeah, like I, and I, and the thing is like, I would put in a lot of work when I was younger and still be called skinny. You know what I mean? Like no matter how big I felt I was or whatever, like I would feel confident in myself, went to the gym. I'm like, great. Like I'm big, you know, like, and then someone will still say, yo, you're so skinny, bro. Like how much you weigh? You know what I mean? Or like, mm-hmm. do you even lift? You know? Yeah. So like, and, and you know, that was an issue that I dealt with a lot. And like, yeah, my dad would always just tell me like, I'm too skinny. And then it just came to a point. I think it comes with age as well, but it just came to a point where I was like, I, I like the way I look like this. Honestly, mm-hmm. like I, you know, you start loving it. And like, I wouldn't want to look any different way because me trying to do that was was realistically for other people. It wasn't for myself. Do you know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. it's really important to to like hone into like what is important to yourself. If you genuinely want to change like the way that, you know, you may look like your body, then like you can do that. And that's fine. But like. It shouldn't be for anybody else except for, like, yourself. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And I think that's where, like, you'll actually be happy, you know? And, like, you know, as we said in the beginning, that can change. You know what I mean? Like, every day is different. Like, there's days where I do actually feel like I look so skinny or, like, you know, you take photos of me and I'm like, man, I just look, I don't don't like these photos. You know what I mean? But that's just, like, those are just different days. So, yeah, it's just, like, uh, taking your time with it and just learning to embrace yourself and, you know, finding, you know your confidence, your beauty. So I guess I I kind of want to ask you, before I get into, like, I guess my own insecurities and Mm -hmm. kind of how I work through those, I already know how you feel about this, but I feel like it's also important if we're talking about body confidence to also talk about, like, body modifications and surgery because I think that this is where a lot of people have conflicting views um and i feel like even we would probably have conflicting views Mm -hmm. because i think that if we're talking about people feeling confident in their bodies there are people that feel that they want to make body modifications or get surgery so that they can feel more confident in themselves um and i feel like the debate that usually happens here is should you like, can you say that you love yourself and that you're confident if you also want to change things about yourself? Or do you naturally, or you, do you have to accept who you are naturally and, like, your natural appearance, I guess? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, in what I was saying would kind of contradict what I think you would think that I was saying. <laughs> because, like, I did say that if, if you want it for yourself, then you should do it. You have the right to do it, obviously, right? Yeah. But, like, if you want it for yourself and you feel like that would make you happy and you're not doing it for anybody else... Sure, that makes a lot of sense, you know what I mean? But, yeah. like, um, for me, I just, I, I personally feel like that those procedures are normally, I mean, obviously, there's some that are very necessary, you know what I mean? Like, it lets, But what is deemed necessary? Because if I think that I need a nose job and it's necessary, but you don't think it's necessary, but I'm saying necessary? like, I'm saying it's necessary, like, let's say to if breathe? it's, like... Yeah, like, say if it's, like, to help you breathe or, like, other okay, things Okay, but that's like not that. what I'm talking about. Being able to breathe is not going to help my body confidence. That's going to help me Yeah, breathe. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, I never feel like lip injections is really needed. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't... But what if I feel very insecure about my small lips and I will be more exuberant and feel really confident being in social settings if I have bigger lips? 
Yeah, you see, it's hard to ask me that because it's like I don't know. Like for me, like I just I, like I have to, like I have small lips. You know what I mean? And it took me a while to like that's the thing, embrace that, okay, it. Okay, but also like this is give yourself a chance. I would say give yourself a chance to try and embrace those things. But what is see? I'm challenging you. Because, yeah. Because because <laughs> what is a chance? Like at what age? You know, like there are some people that feel like I I've waited until I'm 18. And that's long enough. Some people have waited until they're 25. And that's long enough. Like, what is a chance? You know? Yeah. Because that's the thing is that if you're waiting... Okay, so say, since we're talking about lips. Mm -hmm. If you are somebody that's like, okay, like, I really want lip injection since you're, like, 16 or whatever. And you just don't feel confident with the lips that you have. What's the difference between getting it done at 18 and feeling more confident in yourself and getting it when you're 25 because you think that you've waited enough time but in that time you're not really living your life to mm -hmm. its fullest or really loving yourself to its fullest because you feel as if there's something that's missing but okay so here's my counter though okay wait so you asked me a question about <laughs> what at what age so i guess i feel like if it's if it's something that you can't get over like and you think about it every single day then i don't think the age necessarily matters because it's like it's if it's really taking over your life and you're genuinely unhappy because of it then maybe the reason why i can't speak on it is because like yes i was self-conscious about like having a bigger nose and like smaller lips and i would probably want to change it but it wasn't taking over my life you know what i mean it wasn't like yeah. where i was always like oh like you know, but I think that that's part of acknowledging your privilege, privilege in a way. In a sense, that, yeah, yeah because, because like I was able to find confidence within it, yeah. even though I'm like it's not the biggest of lips. As you know, is you know I embrace that my nose is bigger, but it is me. It's a part yeah. of me, and just expressing that like this is you know this is the way I was made. This is the way you know I look, and I should be confident in it. And you know, I mean, like the other thing too is like are your are are your influences. Are you being influenced by what you see? Do you know what I mean? Like, are you being but influenced by a standard? You're constantly being influenced by things around you. You are. But, like, you know, that's the other thing, though. You're being influenced by a standard. So, you know, if you're getting liposuction, are you... Is that because you're being fat-shamed your entire life? Do you know what I mean? Or, like, because the beauty standard is not being that. Do you know what I mean? So you feel like you need to surgically remove it. And, like, you know, the beauty standard right now is that, you know, most of the girls that, like the Kardashian family, all that stuff, like, they got big lips, they got lip injections, all those things, right? So that's, like, the beauty standard right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's what people thrive to be. So is it because of that influence, or is it because genuinely you just feel like your lips are too small to eat? So, yeah, but, like, you're, <laughs> but you're essentially saying that if you're influenced by, say, the Kardashians, because yeah. I'm assuming a very popular, popular reason why maybe a lot of people want... Surgery lips. in general, um, yeah, or surgery in but general. Injections, all that stuff. But what's so wrong with that? If it makes you happier, that's the thing. That's the thing. At the end of the day, I think that the reason why people should be able to manipulate their body however they want is because it's not about you. It's not about how you feel mm -hmm. about people should feel this way about themselves. It's about how you as an individual person should feel about yourself and whether that's I want to take the route of getting to a place where I love myself as I was naturally mm -hmm. you know that's if that's a route you want to take then that's great but if you want to take the route of I think that I would look amazing like this and the, like I want to get all these types of modifications 
to look this way and feel better about myself, then what's so wrong with that? Because at the end of the day, the goal is the same. The goal yeah. is being happy with like the body that you're in. Yeah, I guess I guess the one like one of the reasons why I would say that I have like reservations about it is that I'll, I'll compare it to when you're chasing money and you think that, you know, wealth will make you happy. Mm-hmm. And once you get all that wealth and you're not happy, then what do you do? But some people, what if some people are happy? And that's the thing. And that that's your that's your path to go down. Do you know what I mean? If if you feel that like making those body modifications will make you happy, then go for it, right? But like my issue with it and my personal issue with it for myself is that I don't see that it would be something that... But I'm that, not asking you about yourself. Sure. We're not talking about ourselves. I'm talking about body I w- modifications I would say, as a whole. Okay, and I'm going to say... something that and people I'm gonna say, partake yeah. in. And I'm going to say, not, this ain't statistic or facts or anything, but I just feel like a lot of the situations that I see, it it's kind of like it just goes down a whole slope of like yeah like a rabbit hole of like all these different modifications you can make and are you actually ever gonna be happy do you know what i mean but that's you can say that about but you get lip injections and when can you stop you can't but you could say that about literally everything not just like body modifications you yeah you could say that about money you could say that like that's just you can't ever i feel like you're trying to categorize people as all or nothing you know like you're trying to say that people should be like, but people aren't like that. All people don't mm-hmm. make decisions based on, you know, like, one way of thinking. People will always... There will be people that go down a rabbit hole that yeah. will never be happy, that constantly need more. There are people that will want that about plastic surgery. There are people that will want that about money. People that will want that about boosting their ego, you know? And there are people that want it so that they can be happy and mm-hmm. know when it's enough. Know what happiness is to them. But, like, that's the thing is that there's there's always going to be people on both ends of that spectrum. So I don't... I think that the reason why I'm just challenging you so much is because I know how you feel about plastic surgery. And I am using this podcast as an opportunity to tell me, you my to opinion. To put me on blast. Yeah, to put you on blast. But also, but also just to say that, like, you know, like, I feel like you want people to all think a certain way but they're not going to so i don't think that you should shame people that do partake in plastic surgery or lip injections because there are people out there that do do it because it is going to make them happy and Mm -hmm. that is the end goal so Mm -hmm. i don't think that you should put an umbrella over like plastic surgery it doesn't equal you know happiness or body confidence because it's not fair to put everybody under that umbrella. Yeah, Because course. there are people that use it for different reasons. But I think what I'm trying to say is, like, is to consider is to consider that first. Do you know what I mean? Like, if it's genuinely going to make you happy. I think that's, But I think like, that people do do that. I think a lot of people don't, though. No, I think people do. I guess so. And maybe this is just the difference in how we see people. But I think that... I mean, at least the people that I feel like I know that do body modifications... It's because, like, they want to feel confident in their body. Like, that's what it is. I know how you feel about plastic surgery for yourself. About lip injections for yourself. But I'm Mm. not asking you about yourself. You just apply how you feel about yourself to everybody in the world. But that, I don't think is fair. And it's not. And I agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so before we continue (laughs) this conversation, I am going to do a plug. (laughs) Yes, let's go. 
So we all know that knowledge is power, and when you know more, you can make better decisions for your body, your health, your future, and having a child is a huge, huge decision. We know firsthand. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, and so for a lot of people, fertility is a really big question mark. So that's where modern fertility comes in. It's easy and affordable, and it's a way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. All you have to do is mail it in with a prepaid label, and you get your personalized results within 10 days. Traditional testing with a doctor can cost over $1,000, but modern fertility only costs $159, to get the same information. So you'll get insight into how many eggs you have, hormone levels, and any reproductive red flags. And if you want kids today, or maybe one day, you'll need this information so that you can make the best decision for you. So right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com BND. And that means that your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands that it would cost if you went to a doctor's office. So get $20 off your fertility test when you go to Modern Fertility modernfertility.com slash bnd all right where did we leave off i honestly don't remember but yeah we kind of veered we wanted to just talk about body confidence <laughs> but i just couldn't i it's too good to pass up it's too good to pass up an argument with decky yeah. <laughs> no it's not even yeah. an argument it's just like i mean these are things that we talk about a lot and so mm -hmm. I, I guess this is where i wanted to segue into is that the reason why, I mean, obviously, it's good to know how you feel about it, because even though it doesn't matter what I decide to do with my body <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, like, I think for you, it's hard for, it might be hard for you to see why somebody would want to get body modifications because you've never wanted it for yourself. But I think for me, maybe the reason why I can understand why people would want to is because I definitely have considered it before. So, mm -hmm. like, I guess before we get into that, I should talk about my insecurities. <laughs> um, so, growing up, there were a lot of things that I was really insecure about. I grew up, obviously, very um, slim, and I didn't have, like, any curves or anything like that. I was pretty much, like, straight as a board, like, on all, on all fronts. And when I was and in backs. middle school, front, front, back, side, <laughs> <laughs> all of it, um, there was just no okay. curves. And so, I mean, that's pretty standard for when you're in middle school. But when everyone started to grow boobs in middle school, mine, like, really just didn't come in. Like, they mm -hmm. were barely, they're, like, maybe double A boobs. Like, they just, I didn't need a sports bra at all like a training bra like it just wasn't i wore one because i wanted to feel included but i did not need it whatsoever the first time your boobs came in was uh when you were breastfeeding yeah basically <laughs> yeah so like they were like they were quite small and i remember being in like sex ed class and we were learning about you know our bodies and puberty and they were like yeah like it's normal for like one breast to be smaller than the other but it will eventually even out so i was like oh okay one day they'll even out and no they were just both very small and one was like a little bit bigger than the other so i was always just like why can't you at least be even you know like if you're gonna be small okay and that's miseducation like, though because in what cases do they actually even out yeah i know a lot of people that have boobs that are very like one's bigger than the other and that's just body so yeah, i don't, I don't know think why. i've seen symmetrical boobs once in my life like yeah naturally plastic surgery they can make <laughs> it pretty symmetrical but. yeah so like i yeah i mean i i really 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 didn't like my body and especially my boobs because i would compare them to other people and i think a really big part of it is because i didn't know how to dress my body um 
as well. Like, I feel like a lot of girls started wearing kind of like baby doll like shirts and shirts that would like look really tight, obviously, like in your bust area. And I just didn't have that. Like, I couldn't wear the clothes that everyone else was wearing. And I think that's what really made everything worse because mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well, I can't wear that. It's not going to look the same on me. So, what's the point? And I like, definitely went through phases where I was just like I don't care to wear like anything that's cute because it's pointless you know like I don't like my body I don't want to show it and I didn't know how to dress it and I think that once I learned how to dress my body and like styles that worked really well for my body type to have like really really small boobs then I actually grew to love them and I was like if I you know got plastic surgery which I'd considered before if I got um my boobs to be bigger, then I would have to change a lot of the clothes that I wore. And even now, when um, my boobs have come in more since being pregnant, there are things that just fit quite odd on me. Like, things that I try to wear that I wore before being pregnant, and it just doesn't fit the same. And I, like, I'm honestly really sad about it. Like, mm -hmm. I do like my body as it is now. I, I, I think it's interesting to have bigger boobs, and they're not even big, but, like, they're bigger for me. But I do kind of miss when I was just, like, flat as a board because I miss wearing, um, yeah, I just miss wearing my old clothes and I, I feel like I'd really mastered how to dress my body. So I think that if you are struggling... You don't, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah, but, like, I think that if you are struggling, you know, whatever your insecurities might be, um, there are styles to dress your body and I think what really helps is, like, looking at other influencers what really helped me was looking at other people that had really small boobs and seeing how they dress themselves mm -hmm. um so whatever i mean your body type is if you want to work on being more confident i would say follow other people that you find very fashionable because i know there's a lot of people on instagram with a lot of different body types that wear really cute clothes and you know try to either replicate their style or find something that works for you because every single body type has clothes that will make you look flattering or like feel cute you know and i think that's important for anybody so mm -hmm. yeah that is my main tip is finding clothes that make you feel confident whatever that looks like even if it's baggy clothes you know like even if it's like you don't want to show your body at all like that's totally fine like whatever makes you feel confident that's the fun thing about fashion too is like finding what works best for you yeah you know what i mean because i can be inspired by you know, other other things that people are wearing, but then I also have to recognize, like, is that going to work yeah. on a tall, slim Jimmy like me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that, that was that on boobs. And then my other really big insecurity was always my thighs and particularly my stretch marks. When I was growing up, I, I was always working out. Like, I was... Like, I guess it's not really working out because you're just kind of, like, doing sports and stuff. I wasn't, like, actively going to the gym or anything. Mm -hmm. um, but then I decided to cold turkey, stop dancing and ice skating, um, and pretty much doing anything active in, like, 6th or 7th grade. And that was just because I had, like, grown tired of it, and I was like, I want to just be a normal kid again. I want to just do, like, school and hang out with friends, and, like, I don't want to work out so much. And so because I stopped being active basically i like gained a bunch of weight really quickly and when that happens if you gain weight or lose weight really quickly then like sometimes you can get stretch marks so i got stretch marks and i was so insecure about them like i literally wanted to like 
cut them off of my body. Like I was, I would cry every single day. Um, and I hate, I hated my body. Like I think more than I hated my boobs, I hated my stretch marks. Mm -hmm. Um, and I would do like every single night I would research and like figure out one, why I had them, but then also like what to do to fix it. And it was, it just made it worse that literally every single article that I read was about, you know, like, oh, it's, it's common to get stretch marks when you're pregnant. And I was like, how I was like, I, every single night I would go to sleep crying and thinking like, it's so unfair that I'm 12 or I'm 13 and I have stretch marks and pregnant women get stretch marks. Like, this is stupid. This is dumb. Um, and so, yeah, I really, really hated my body. And to make matters even worse, I was, you know, like in PE class and I would have to wear shorts and then I, like, heard through my friends that, like, this other girl um, was saying that, like, oh, like, does Nina cut herself, like, on the inside of my thighs? And I was like, what the fuck? Like, those are stretch marks. Like, I don't... Yeah, it was... Yeah, all of it was very traumatizing <laughs> um, and shitty. And now when I'm, like, talking about it, I'm like, oh, it's so sad. Like, poor... I just want to give little Nina a hug. <laughs> um and it, it got better, like, over time, it just got mm. better, I think I got really, really, really tired of just hating that part of myself, I was like, there's literally nothing you can do to fix it, um, and that's the thing, if I, I mean, now, actually, now there are things that you can do, so, I mean, if stretch marks is a really big insecurity for you, um, microneedling, I heard helps, I have a microneedle, but I don't use it very often, because I'm just, like, too lazy to, but I heard that that helps, um, and also, if, they are quite severe and you really are trying to get rid of them, then there are people that do, like, tattooing. So they can, mm. like, tattoo your skin color, like, on your stretch marks so that it crazy. blends. And I've actually seen them before and after photos, and they're crazy. Yeah, they're, like, they look really, like, gone, honestly. So there are options, <laughs> but obviously as, like, a t like, a 13-year-old, I don't know if they did it back then, but, I mean, my mom never would have let me... <laughs> go get my stretch marks tattooed so yeah like for me it was just a matter of accepting it but at that point I would have done anything to get rid of them and I think that's why I take issue with the fact that you feel like people shouldn't do any type of body modification because they should just learn to accept not, their body but the thing I'm is not saying like, okay. but that's the thing is that you're saying you should just learn to accept the body that you're given but for a lot of people and like for me like honestly we both are speaking from a place of privilege where, like, we can do an episode. I think we should do an episode on this because it's a very interesting concept. But the concept of pretty privilege or the fact that we both, even though you are skinny, you know, you're also very tall and slender, which is a privilege. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, something that's more seen as, like, desirable. And for my body type, I've always been very, like, slim and small and my body type has always been seen, yeah but <laughs> but like my body type has always been seen as more desirable than other bodies and so like I think that what you do have to acknowledge when we are talking about like plastic surgery or any type of body modification is that like there are people that regardless of their body type are gonna feel insecure about things to a point where that's the only answer and I think that if that's where you're at and that's something that's going to make you happy, then I don't see why you should not do that. Because at the end of the day, it's your body. You're the only person that's going to 
be living in that body, you know? So... And I can agree with that. Yeah. So, yeah, if we're talking about body modifications, you have to talk about the trans community and that there are a lot of people that obviously undergo surgery so that their body matches who they feel like they are inside. And I think that's why... Mm -hmm. Like, I think when I was maybe younger, I did go through kind of, like, the mindset and phase in which you're kind of operating from, which is, like, you know, everyone should be able to love themselves because I think for both of us, we were able to accept our flaws. But like I said before, like, we do benefit from a privilege and we are cisgendered. Like, how we feel on the inside matches what we see on the outside, you know? And, like, it's great that we were able to get to a place where we do feel confident in our bodies and I wish that for anybody whether you're gonna achieve that through accepting what you have naturally or getting body modifications but I think that the more that you learn about the trans community and like actually know and hear the stories of trans people then that's why I don't think at all that like plastic surgery is a bad thing because if it can give you what it is that you're after then like why not and I think that to your point about, you know, people taking it too far, there's always going to be those people. Yeah. But that's 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 not on you. You know, I've that's probably, their I've choice probably, to make. I've probably just watched way too much botched. I think that's what it is. Yeah. But I mean, like, but that's the thing. I think for me also, like, yeah, even, even now I'm like, oh, okay, like, what if I did, like, I don't know, like, get fake boobs or something, but then I watch botched and I'm like, ooh, all these people's bodies are rejecting, like, the silicone and I feel like 100% my body would do that. <laughs> so I personally don't think that it's for me, but, like, yeah, like I said, it's it's different for everybody. And I don't mm-hmm. think that it's fair as any part of, like, the body confidence conversation at any point to be shaming people for their decisions on their bodies. So yeah. whether that's plastic surgery, whether that's loving themselves exactly as they are, whether that's wanting to lose weight or gain weight, like, whatever it looks like, I feel like people just need to let other people live. Yeah. Like, it's not about you, you know? Like, other people's decisions that they make for themselves it like it has nothing to do with you you know and it's not about you which I feel like so much of the conversation is people like being like oh well like I wouldn't do that or like I think that blah 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 and it's like it's not it's not about you yeah that's the thing I can only speak from like my own like what works for me and I can't speak over work for somebody else and I think like it's really important not to govern anyone else's body and what is right for them you know yeah yeah so i totally agree i totally agree with what you said i guess a couple of other ways that have really helped me with being confident in my own skin and the biggest one is being naked for me honestly like being naked standing in front of a mirror and actually confronting my body i think that when i felt really insecure i would try to hide my body um to the point where i honestly didn't even really know what was going on underneath because I just wasn't looking at myself, but I think that when I finally was able to confront myself and, like, see what I was so afraid of, like, just seeing it more and more, and even if you don't believe it, telling yourself, like, that you love yourself, faking it till you make it really, really does help in this type of situation. I literally just forced myself to look at myself, tell myself that I love myself, and eventually I started to believe it. And I think that maybe this is just like the type of personality that I have, but I really just get to a point where I'm so sick and tired of feeling sick and tired that I just get to a breaking point where I'm like, I'm done. I'm done with this. You know, like I'm 
done feeling bad for myself. Like I'm, I'm done feeling so insecure that I'm this unhappy. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that it got to a point where it was just, nobody else is going to fix it for me except for me. So it's just my mindset, you know, like I need to get to a place where I can be comfortable in my body. And like, how are we going to get there? Like, I definitely do still struggle. Like it's not perfect. And there are like some hours where I feel good and some hours where I don't. Mm -hmm. And especially with like having a baby so recently, there are times where I look in the mirror and I'm like, you look surprisingly very good. And there are times where I look in the mirror and I'm like, what has happened to my body? Like, I don't recognize it anymore, you know? But I think that I've kind of gotten to a place where I just don't, I don't care as much anymore, you know, because it's just, it's my body. And, like, my body is healthy, and it functions as I need it to, and it's done so much for me. It grew a life, and there are just so many more things to be grateful for than nitpicking at the little things that really don't matter, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, now when I see my stretch marks, like, yeah, I mean, it kind of sucks. Like, I wish that I had abs, and I wish that it wasn't squishy, and I wish that it wasn't so soft, but... Like, at the end of the day, like, that's my body. Like, what can I really do about it, you know? Like, yes, I can work out, and that's a choice that I will have to make for myself in the future, but if I don't feel like it, then what is so bad about it, Yeah, you know? For me, I think what helped me a lot was about, like you said, but, like, speaking to myself more positively. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, constantly reinforcing that and, like, finding what you do love about yourself and, like, you know, even if other people are telling you they don't like that certain thing about you or whatever it may be, like, you finding that beauty within yourself and just saying, like, man, I don't care really what anybody else says because I find this beautiful or I find this, you know, that it's it's a part of me. It works for me. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. And I think, like, the other thing with, with your stretch marks, like, it's it made a baby, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just how, what your body had to go through. And I think, like, to me it's just like such an amazing thing like when I look at it it's like it's that reminder that your body did that you know what I mean yeah I mean my c-section scar is really not cute but every single time I look at it instead of being like that's a very ugly scar on your body I'm just like that's where my baby came from he was pulled out of there yeah he he got pulled and it's crazy to see just like how big he is too and it's like he went out of that like like, it's such a tiny scar yeah yeah which is insane so I think this is a great place to end it make sure you follow us on instagram at neens and deans i am day on's day off i'm your girl neens and we will see you guys next week see ya bye bye bye